so all about a dragon living in the woods. The little boy gets cat gets you know lives with the dragon and comes to the, comes to the civilization. Jessica Chastain is in this as well. This movie is so good. It is so well done. The animation is good. I say animation. The CGI for the dragon is is, is well done. The ending is is great. And I and I'm watching it almost with a with a family aspect in mind. Like, could young kids mm-hmm. watch this? There are some thrilling moments, but nobody gets seriously hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some kind of heartbreaking moments, but they mm-hmm. they're, they're remedied in the end. So it's not like, oh my gosh, you're in peril, danger, you're going to die, kind of thing. I mean, it's just so well done. And the little boy in this is, you know, he lives with Pete's dragon. He lives with the dragon. He's Pete's dragon. Uh, he lives with the dragon. He comes he back Pete. out. He's, he's <laughs> discovered Pete. That's it. Because um, Elliot uh, is the dragon. Hold on. Pete's dragon. That checks out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Third year anniversary of the show. We started this thing three years ago. Uh, There was something going on three years ago. Something about a COVID something something. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, we were the silly people that decided to start a podcast in the middle of the pandemic whenever, at the beginning of the pandemic. What else were we doing? The parks weren't (laughs) even open at the time. It's remarkable because my time hop is showing me because we're in that that space that that phase of the first couple of months of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So my time hop is showing me all the memes that were coming back from the like twenty like two thousand twenty. And I'm just yeah. like reading some of the news things that I had saved and some of the tweets I had saved, some of the memes. And I'm like, gosh, we were oh. stupid. All of it was so dumb. Just the whole thing sucked. It really did. It really and so many pictures are ruined because we all have masks on. And I'm like, this would be a great picture, except for the fact that we can't even see our faces. <gasps> but so I digress. Bad. Jen, how'd you Disney this week? Oh, so uh, I Disney this week, but we made some additional plans for next week's trip because you know I am going to Walt Disney World next week for my Fine. birthday. Yes, yes, yes. So, yep. yeah, we just were, you know, we thought we started planning a little bit for like packing and hey, this is what we're doing. And yeah. That's exciting. That's really yeah. exciting. Uh, so I'm going to continue the Lego saga. Uh, oh, yes. And, and I kind of wrap it up, of course, the Lego figures, because I found Oswald, uh, the one I needed. And I found there was one other I needed, but I found him. You I got, needed I got um, Ernesto. Yeah, uh, Ernesto de la Cruz. Has, That's Hector. Oh, and Ernesto, yeah. yeah. And I was able to, to find the sombrero. Well, so then I lined them all up and I was like, I'm going to get a picture of this and, you know, all, all mm-hmm. displayed and everything. And I was like looking for a Pinocchio. And I'm like, I thought I had Pinocchio and I swore I had Pinocchio, but I can't find him anywhere. I could not find him anywhere. I looked all over my room. I got a lot of Legos in my office. And so I'm like, well, is there a chance I didn't have Pinocchio? I thought I did. And I, I just don't, I don't know. So I had to go back to Walmart uh, a day later. And I kind of, the, the Walmart display that had like the, the 60 or 70 bags on it now, we're down to like 25 bags because we yeah. were buying, buying them. So I did the baggy feely thing, you know, and I'm like, oh, there's another Ernesto. Oh, there's an Oswald, oh, whatever. And I finally found Pinocchio. And now I have the whole set. So uh. my Lego figures are all done. And I'm, I'm very proud of myself. Because out of the, the 18 figures, I only have four duplicates. And well, that's so good. That's some pretty good bag feeling right yeah. there. Um, 
Uh, out of context, that entire sentence just sounds really strange. Yes, but it overall, does. <laughs> overall, we're we're awesome. We we got it all there. So my my Lego figurines are there now. I get to look back and go, how much did I spend on that? I don't I don't want to think about how much I just spent on. Yeah, just think about it. Minifigures that are just sitting there now that nobody will see because we're in my office. And I'm like, hey, look at my minifigures, and people are like, but we they don't make care. you happy. They do, they do. I have the whole set. I don't know why, but they have the whole set. So. <laughs> No, I have them. So really, there's not a whole lot of Disney news going on. I mean, there's some real, like, Akers just now has breakfast. They're they're doing breakfast again. Yes. I believe you can get reservations for that, which is awesome. Um, You know, we all have a retreat coming up in Pittsburgh in a, in a couple of weeks. The, the pity party, you're going to Disney World next week, like you mentioned. Yes. You get to ride Tron for the first time. Yes, awesome. I do. Um, So top of the show, it's something Jen and I have been talking about. We do think that in June, we're going to start a Patreon. Now, for those of you who don't know what Patreon means, basically you pay a little extra to the show. You kind of say, hey, you know what? I'm going to help you guys out. You kind of support the show, kind of help some of the costs for the for the website and for the you know for the, the podcast uh, storage and all that good stuff because it does add up. It's not expensive, but it does add up a little bit. Um, and in return, we're going to give you guys some extra content. So we're talking about doing at least one extra show a month, maybe two, do some extra fun stuff on the Patreon. If you're a Patreon member, you would go there, sign up. There'll be different tiers, and Jen and I are going to talk about what, what that is, like a you know, really small, a couple of dollars a month, you get a shout out and, you know, a little bit more, you'll get this and a little bit, maybe the top tier, you'll get all these extra things. And we'll kind of talk about that. We're also talking about doing a live show once a month in maybe starting in June or July. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the shows that I'm going to, that we're going to start with for our first live show is our updated list of our top 10 roller coasters. We've done this list uh, every year now. Because mm-hmm. they keep adding coasters. We had Guardians added last year, so we're able to do yeah, that. Yeah, right. You get the ride Tron, which is going to be exciting. So right. we get to talk mm-hmm. about how that's going to factor in and kind of, uh, you know, we've done coasters and everything since yeah. then. So we'll see what that looks like. list looks like. And, of course, we'll invite everybody to come on and join us on YouTube. And mm-hmm. quasi-producer Heather is going to help us out with that because she knows a lot more about it than I do. But that's coming up. <laughs> Pay attention to the show go and how you can sign up if you guys want to help us. That would be fantastic. I've got several people that have said, hey, take my money. And I'm like, fantastic. So <laughs> we will be happy to do so. <laughs> But uh, but that's going to be coming up soon. But well, I do want to mention that that Universal has Minions Land opening up as well. Um, I didn't know this was the thing until two hours ago. I had no idea. I got an email and it's like Minions Land. Jen, is this something that was coming? Do we know about this? That was did I miss it or did? The I mean, I ve- I knew that they Universal were Universal Girl some, that you are. Yeah, I mean, I knew they were doing more with Minions because there's i mean it's pretty popular i mean the minions mm-hmm. franchise is very popular right. and there was not a lot of representation in universal but really right. mainly what i've been hearing about is super mario land and super mario land coming and epic universe coming so yes yeah somehow i also just kind of snuck minions this in. Was open. i was like oh oh this is a thing okay cool yeah well awesome. here's the good thing about minions and this is what i enjoy i mean i don't care that much about the minions cartoons the minions movies they're, they're cute they're them. fine but I will say that in regards to a lot of a lot of things, minions are kind of cartoons you just put on and it's just mm. silly, it's silly humor. It's, it's silly humor, right? It's fart humor and burping humor and right. people getting stumbled like pratfalls and slapstick and whatever. And it's just silly mm-hmm. stuff that when you're five years old, five year old boy, it's funny as funny as heck. You know, right. that kind of humor. There's really not much to it. Um, and families really love the Minions. And so there's all kinds yeah. of, there's a new Minion ride coming or Minion attraction, mm-hmm. joining the one that's already there. There's a Minion bakery, ba- uh, Bake My Day. Um, there's a Minions cafe coming, meet mm-hmm. greets. There's Illuminations theater coming. We can not only meet Despicable Me characters, but also the characters from the movie Sing, which by yeah. the way is a really good movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It is a cute not. movie. I did um, when my niece and nephews were up. I saw yeah, it. I was like, I, oh, this I, is cute. I enjoyed it. There's a Sing too. I haven't seen it yet. It's on Netflix, but I do need to watch that. But 
but uh, uh, yeah, so Illumination Theater that will one. be there. And uh, well, I, I'm I'm assuming it's good. I don't know. I've I've heard it's okay. The half um, that I saw was good. <laughs> well, I mean, of course, you're, it's a sing thing, and you're like, oh, I can sing. I love to sing. So yeah. that's right up your alley. Um, but so that's all going to be coming this summer over in Universal. But for now, speaking of movies, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about live action yes. Disney. Gotta get my list. now. We want to do our top 10 Disney films, but I didn't want to do Disney animated films. I didn't want to do Pixar. So we took out all animation and said, you know what? No animation. Also, live action is, you know, your Star Wars and your Marvel. And I'm afraid that would completely taint both of our lists. So we kind of threw that out as well. Otherwise, anything that's been released that has a Disney label on it, Disney Mm -hmm. Pictures, Disney Studios, whatever, that is live action or a hybrid of live action and animation like, you know, Mm. Bedknobs, which I still haven't seen yet. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I when we came up with this list, when we came up with our top ten, I'll be honest with you, there's a lot more movies than I would. There remember. are a lot, and like, honest, like honestly, for me, I made myself new like other rules too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, if it is something that Disney acquired, no. If it's something mm-hmm. that you know, I don't know, I had to make myself other rules because there were so many. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a great movie. Oh, this is a great movie. Oh, this is a great movie. <laughs> well, there's one that I had to make sure that that like there's a couple that that I really liked, but. It's a property that Disney now owns, so I made sure it was something they did after they owned the property, not going back home. No, well, that's Disney fair. Disney owns this property now, so I'm going to go back to the, the No, beginning. that's fair. No, no, no. Like, no, you no, know. that's fair. Because so, they only one of, those, one of those. So uh, let's let's just kick it off here. Let's do our let's go ten through one. Your number ten favorite live action film. Okay, I have to give my normal caveat with this one. Okay, mm, because on any given day, this could change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, of course. And it was really hard for me to pick the top 10. It was really, really hard. Yeah, me too. So, I've got like 17 on my top 10 list here, which is yeah. hard. <laughs> so uh, number 10 is Maleficent. Okay. So I really enjoyed that movie. And I know not everybody did. I know that some people were like, I just thought the imagery was really neat. And it was, um, I enjoyed the story. It kept me interested the whole time. So um, I wanted to, I wanted to put her on the list. So that's a good movie. Yeah, I, I, have you seen the, have you seen the second one? I uh, actually did not see the second one. So I like the second one better. I did. Dude, and I'm really, okay. I'm honestly not a huge Angelina Jolie fan. There's some things I've seen her in that I've liked, but it's never been something where she's the star of the movie. And I'm like, I like that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I really liked her as Maleficent. She was great. She was fabulous as Maleficent. Um, I mean, she was those, really, really good. Those really bony che- cheeks and things mm-hmm. and just whatever. And, you know, mm-hmm. calling her, calling the kid beastie. And just, it's, yeah. I, I really liked that movie. And so yeah. um, it's a good call on, on Maleficent. My number 10 is a much more recent film. And I had a hard time mm-hmm. putting this on my list because it is so recent. But I had so much fun with this movie and I want to yeah. see it again. It's on Disney Plus. It's called Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Now, I'm somebody... <laughs> Who is very appreciative of the fact when a, when a movie takes a risk, yeah. um, you know it, whether it pays off or not. Sometimes it doesn't pay off, and the movie's not good. But I'm like, okay, sure. I don't like the movie, but I appreciate the fact they swung for the fences. It didn't right. work, but they mm-hmm. tried. Uh, this is a movie that should have failed in every single respect because it's a live action okay. remake of an mm-hmm. existing property, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. And right. then, of course, you see the trailer where you've got Chip and Dale, and one has now gotten the CGI surgery, so it's a CGI <laughs> computerized Chip and Dale, and the other traditional animation. And they split up and everything. Um, this movie is so funny. And it does something that I didn't honestly think we would ever see again. And that was, of course, with mm-hmm. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which, gosh, I didn't put that on my list either. Dang it. I, I thought about Roger- putting that one on, oh. and I didn't. I thought you I got, would, actually. Uh, yeah, you know what? I just thought about that existing. Darn it. Anyway, so <laughs> we'll come back to that. Um, so with Rescue Rangers, like, 
with Who Framed Roger Rabbit, that's when you had Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. in the same frame at the same time. And all the characters were all yeah. together, Warner Brothers, Disney. And and with the contention between the Universal companies and the other companies mm-hmm. and stuff, it's like that's not something you're going to see again. And we saw multiple characters across like animation yeah. landscapes, which was just fantastic. Everything from mm-hmm. Sonic, um, which I don't know if you know this bit of pop culture history, but when they came out with a Sonic movie several years ago, the original Sonic was a very ugly looking creature and fans went nuts. They're like, this isn't oh. Sonic. What? They they went crazy over how Sonic looked. So the animators had to go back and redraw Sonic to a more traditional Sonic the Hedgehog look. So the old ugly Sonic the Hedgehog plays a big part of this movie, Rescue Rangers. Oh, really? So okay. Cleverly brought in. Um, this is a great film. And I really, Jen, I think you and Brady would have so much fun with this. There's so many I callbacks and just so many like trivia pieces in there, Transformers, mm-hmm. and there's Voltron, and there's Thundercats, and there's oh just gosh. all of these random characters <laughs> in this movie, and they just belong to this world. And so uh, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers, number 10 on my mm-hmm. list. Um, Jen, number nine on your list. All right. Uh, this is it's getting harder. Um, Mary Poppins Returns. And this is a pretty oh. new movie for me to put on there. Um, and I honestly went into seeing Mary Poppins Returns. I've probably said this before. Like, mm, all right, you're going to have to sell me on this because I am a huge Mary Poppins fan. And like, nobody's going to be Julie Andrews. And this is like, this better not just be like a remake. And I was very pleasantly surprised. I teared up. I thought it was very, very well done. I loved that. Um, Lynn Manuel Miranda worked with the, well, I'd say the Sherman brothers, but right. <laughs> with right. the Sherman brother, um, <laughs> to, <laughs> you yes. know, mm-hmm. to do the music. I thought it held true to the tradition without trying to re like to replicate it. And Emily right. Blunt, I felt like did a nice job without, she wasn't trying to be Julie Andrews and that I really, really appreciated. She did her own version of the character. So and I loved the music in it. So that's great. Yeah. And a lot of this is like, what would I sit down and watch again right now? That's a right. lot of what I base mm-hmm. my list on. Like not, oh, I like this movie. It's like, what would I literally sit down and watch right now? I mean, you were talking about after you got done watching uh, um, A Bug's Life over and over. So you could see a tough, you could get reminiscence of it. It's tough to be a bug, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's it. That, that's it. No. I, I, I really like Mary Poppins Returns. I love I, and like you, I love the fact that Emily Blunt respected the character so much. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to try to replace it because yep. that's, those are those are big shoes to fill. Um, uh-huh. I also appreciated mm-hmm. that Julie Andrews declined the offer to be in the movie because she said that if yeah. she was in the movie, people would be talking about her and not Emily Blunt. And so, of course, yes. they got they got Angela Lansbury to play that part of the If I spoil oh. it for anybody, sorry, but Angela yeah. showed up one of her last roles before beautiful. she passed away. Um, so, yeah, just – I, and I, have you read the books? Have you read any of the books? Do you know what I haven't? And I really should, but I've heard that she played the character very close to yeah, the books. Mm-hmm. So, and and I do need to read it, but of course, then also there's another cameo that made my heart just so happy. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. There's cameos all the way through. That, yeah, and we won't mention, mention that one, but you guys know what, mm-hmm. know what we're talking about, but it's, yeah. it's great. And that cameo actually pops up on this next one for number oh, nine on my list. Okay. National Treasure. Uh, oh, Nicholas Cage. Again. Very good movie. This is, this is like this is the Goonies for the millennial generation, mm-hmm. where yeah. we had the Goonies in '85 with the kids going crazy through the caves and the tellies oh and uh, you know the oh, you guys and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, National Treasure is like a version of that, except you got Grand Nick Cage going. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Uh, that Nicholas was the best Cage line is a, ever. He's <laughs> a very interesting actor. Um, he's 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 one of those actors now that when you see him in a movie, you don't see the character. You see Nicholas Cage. That is correct. I don't know that he was that way at this point yet when he made this movie. Not uh, just quite. 
Justin Bartha's in this movie. Um, I believe it's is it Diane Kruger? I think is the mm-hmm. the lead female in this, and female, I love yeah. her. Um, uh, she was also in in a in a Quentin Tarantino film, um, the Inglorious movie that I'm not going to mention. Oh, it's the Inglorious movie, yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> but it's I love her in that. Um, and I love National Treasure. It's just a fun movie. It's it's so implausible and so ridiculous in its nature, mm-hmm. but yet you just get sucked in. And I'm and and I'm one of those kind of people that if even if a movie has tons of plot holes in it, if you can give me a good story, I will overlook a lot Absolutely. of things. A Suspension lot of, of things. disbelief. That's you what know, you do exactly. in theater. Not a good movie. Then I'm going to pick that movie apart going, that doesn't make any sense. Absolutely. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. That would never happen. Because that's just it me. Did, that's who I didn't do. matter but, it, because it was, you know. it was a very fun movie. Um, I have not seen the TV show. I heard that the TV show was not that great. Uh, mm-hmm. I did like the second one. Book of Secrets, I think the second one was called. The second was, National uh, Treasure movie, Yeah, you second National Treasure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Um, but that first one was such a delight and so much it fun really to watch. Good. And uh, yeah, it's one of those you can just pop on anytime and just catch up with it and just just go yeah. with it. And Justin Bartha's character, Riley, is he's the comic relief and he's so great all the way through <laughs> the movie. So uh, yeah. number eight on our list. Okay, this one I'm throwing back on this one because I had to think about when I was a little girl that I watched over and over and I loved the movie Pollyanna. Oh, Pollyanna. I loved the movie Pollyanna and just her positivity the whole way through. And I always cried at the end and just, you know, um, of course you, you, it was Haley Mills who played Pollyanna as well. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Haley yeah. Mills, of course, a huge star for Disney mm-hmm. back in the day. And we've offered her to come on the podcast a couple of times. Haven't heard back, but she'll be, she'll get there. She'll get here. Yeah, One sure. day, one day, one day, one day. Um, but I just absolutely always adored the costumes. And I still think when I see um, prisms, because the, there was one whole scene where she was in a, in an older person gentleman's house and there were there were uh, you know crystals uh hanging off of the lampshade with creating rainbows and she she made basically that became a big thing for the for them like like making the rainbows out of the crystals like when the sunlight refracted through them so i always think I've of seen that it, saw the movie once we had the clamshell version stephanie my wife was had was a big fan of pollyanna and she made mm-hmm. me watch it she was like we're gonna watch this you've never seen it let's watch it together i found it to be to be a bit depressing <laughs> when, I was, when I remember watching it, it was, it was okay. Uh, not my favorite. I love Haley Mills, and it wasn't a bad film. Not this was definitely not on my list because it just wasn't like honestly. I had forgotten Pollyanna existed until you mentioned it. I'm like, oh yeah, I saw that movie. So, <laughs> um, one that I also forgot that existed, and you mentioned it a few minutes ago, or I mentioned it in mm. conversation. Uh, I'm going to throw it at number eight. I'm changing my list up just a little bit, as Ooh. I do with my top ten list. It's a living list. Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Um, mm-hmm. This movie is so good and it's so different and it's so fun. And again, I'm putting myself back in 1988 when we had not seen a lot of this before. Sure. You had seen the cross pollination of the characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, suddenly there is a Toontown. This is where all the cartoons live. Um, right. Much like much like the world you would see with who with uh, Chippendales Rescue Rangers. This is now a world in like in Los Angeles. You go through a portal and now you're in a cartoon world. And we all accept that this world exists and it, it sure. is what it is. And it of course exist. you've got. Um, You've got Judge Doom, who is played brilliantly by Christopher Lloyd. You've got the 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 goop. Christopher the, Lloyd. The, whatever the stuff is, I forget the name of the stuff. The acid stuff that like mm. destroys the cartoon characters and everything. Uh, oh, who what framed, is that? Yeah. Uh, you've got Roger Rabbit with Jessica Rabbit, uh, mm-hmm. done by Kathleen Turner. Um, one of those, you know, when I'm 13 years old watching this movie, going, I'm very confused right now because I think she's very pretty, but she's a cartoon. I don't know what to do here. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't have a feel about this. Um, and Bob Hoskins is is the uh, is is the detective. So so good, and mm. it's a it's a, it's a historical movie. It's a little dated into some parts, but it's just great. And I'm glad that Disneyland kept the Who Framed Roger Rabbit Absolutely. spin 
mm-hmm. in their Toontown um, as just an homage to this movie. So number eight yeah. for me is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Good uh, one. Number seven, on your list. number seven, Saving Mr. Banks. I was wondering if this was going to be on your list because yeah. you being the Poppins fan. Because I'm Poppins so. fan. I loved this movie. And again, I went into it like, okay, but it has Tom Hanks. So like right there, I was like, all right, well, it's got Tom Hanks. So it's going to be fine. Um, I loved it. I cried. I loved hearing the story behind it. I thought it it was just so well done. And I actually loved the soundtrack behind it as well. I thought it was really, really great. I mean, obviously there's Mary Poppins music in it, but then they also had like some original um, instrumental music that was just really lovely. Yeah, this was this was somewhat of a surprise for me because, like you, I didn't know what to think going into this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Hanks is Walt Disney, and you know he sort of resembles Walt Disney, kind of sort of, but <laughs> not really. But that's that's the beauty of Tom Hanks. He he doesn't try to replicate exactly who the characters are. He just portrayed like, when he did, you know, Mister Rogers. Yeah, he looks not a whole lot like Mister Rogers, but he did a great Mister Rogers. But he did a great job mm-hmm. for for me as an actor. And I'm not an actor, but if I was an actor, I would be <laughs> like this is one of those movies that you would just be honor to play like oh, yeah. Jason Schwartzman and BJ Novak who are, who are, who are directors and actors in Hollywood. They, they were the Sherman brothers. And like, how do you, how do you take that? How do you play on? the Sherman how you, brothers? How like, do you play the Sherman brothers? And they did. And you got a guy playing Dick Van Dyke and you got have a woman playing Julie mm-hmm. Andrews in this movie. And like, how do you mm-hmm. decide, Oh, guess what? I have a job today. I'm going to be Julie Andrews in a movie. What? <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> right. Just, that's insane. And, and you know, they, they pulled it off really well. The music mm, is great. Emma did. Thompson is wonderful. In this She's movie. lovely. And um, yes, you know, there's some backstory to the whole thing. It's some of it's kind of true. Some of it's kind of done for Hollywood. And, you know, there was, some <laughs> I mean, that's there, but, but overall, um, seeing Tom Hanks as Walt Disney portrayed on screen, which was really one of the first times we saw Walt Disney portrayed on screen. Like yes. That. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a movie I watched recently, uh, and it, it's all about the movie making of Citizen Kane. Um, and in there, there's a, a meeting with different directors. So you have actors playing, you know, um, Frank Capra, an actor playing Carl, Clark Gable. And mm-hmm. there was an actor playing Walt Disney. And I'm like, it's mm-hmm. a terrible Walt Disney. Why didn't you get Tom Hanks to do that? This movie was made in 1999. You could have Walt Disney played by some Tom Hanks or somebody yeah. else. And so yeah. it's a very hard character to pull off, but he does it really well. So. Yeah. Good job. Uh, number seven on my list. Um, this might be on higher on your list, but again, a surprise because you make a movie based on a, a theme park attraction, and sometimes it can go terribly wrong. Country okay. Bears, the original Haunted Mansion, um, mm-hmm. even Tomorrowland, not that great. Not that great. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl is mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that too. Yep. so mm-hmm. much fun. Yep. It is so well done. Jack Sparrow is a character for the ages. He is an iconic mm-hmm. character that mm-hmm. will last forever. Uh, what I love about this movie, which I think makes this one better than all the sequels that came after it, is that Jack Sparrow is not the focal point of this movie. He's one of right. three. You've got Alana Bloom's character. You've got Will Turner. Mm-hmm. You've got Kira Knighton's character, and I forget her name. Um, and the, Elizabeth. The trio, Elizabeth Swan. Oh, that's it, Elizabeth Swan. And the trio are kind of the ones that are the head of this movie, being chased by the bad guys, whatever. Once Jack Sparrow becomes the once Johnny Depp becomes the lead and the movie's focused around him, it doesn't come off as well, in my opinion. I know people that love mm-hmm. the sequels. Uh, Black Pearl though is so much fun mm-hmm. and just it's so rewatchable. And that music. Oh, I love the score. It's it's amazing. The score is fantastic. Klaus Bennett, Benalt, something like that. I forget the guy's name, but it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. So that's my number seven. All right. My number six, um, again, a newer movie, a surprise. I kind of thought I'd be like all like back in the day, but mm-hmm. Cruella, I 
loved Cruella. I loved, um, oh my gosh. Help help me. Thank you. Episode. I'm like, all I can think of was Emma Thompson. Like we just talked about. (laughs) Not Emma Thompson. Like not Emma Thompson. I'm like, I just, I couldn't get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Emma Stone did a fantastic job. The fashion was killer. The soundtrack, the music, so much fun because I mean, of course it's set in like the seventies basically. So, so much fun. I thought, um, I mean, really, the the whole thing from start to finish, the it was plausible her origin story. I thought, um, and it, it just like, oh my gosh, I thought they did a really, really good job with it. I loved it from start to finish. Yep, I I agree. I, mm-hmm. I you know, they made they somehow made a woman who is an evil villain because uh, yeah. her name actually spells devil literally who likes to mm-hmm. skin puppies and wear a Dalmatian fur. Um, into a sympathetic character. She didn't at first. <laughs> yeah, into into a sympathetic character. Like you're rooting for her in this movie. Yeah. Um, and she is great. And you can tell she's having so much fun making this movie. And oh, yeah. you know, having a good time. And you're right, the fashion is fantastic. I believe it was nominated for an Oscar, if not actually. It was I don't know that it won. I can't remember if it won, but it was definitely nominated. It definitely should have been nominated, and it was, and it was just it's it, the whole movie looks great. The cast is great. The whole thing is, mm-hmm. is pulls off really well. They are making a sequel. I don't know if they're gonna call it Tuella or not. Um, <laughs> they probably should. Well. But they are doing a sequel. No, I see. I always get nervous about sequels because it's like mm. you can go one way or like it yeah. can be good, but it might not. now. And I'm wondering mm. if the sequel is going to go more into the origin of Roger and Anita because it's like because you do meet them, you do right. meet them in in Cruella, yep. and you're like, oh, okay. Like I, I see can see that one, and I can see the sequel leading up to the events of 101 Dalmatians. Dalmatians, how right? They got all the Dalmatians, and then suddenly you were like, okay, mm. well now I need to pop in the 1996 Glenn Close version to see where we are now. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, which not on my list, but I did not enjoy on my movie. list also. Um, yeah, I like that. One. So uh, number six is a film that I think came in. Well, I say came in. It made a lot of money at the box office, but nobody talks about it. This is a recent remake, and I don't have a lot of remakes on my list. Mm. Uh, live action remakes. I don't have any. Um, and so when I watched Pete's Dragon, much like you watch some of these movies, mm. it was with trepidation. Mm-hmm. I don't like the original. I never liked the original. Candle See, in the Water like the is one of those grating sh- nails on a chalkboard kind of songs. And I'm like, no. hell and ready. I'm ready for you to shut up. Um, no, I just can't handle it. Oh, can't do it. Can't do it. Mm, I'll never watch it. it. Never, I'll never watch the original again because I just don't care. I got too much other stuff to do Mm-mm. to not to watch movies I don't enjoy. So I watched the remake, which is really only loosely a remake because it's all about a dragon living in the woods. A little boy gets cat gets you know lives with the dragon and comes to the, comes to the civilization. Jessica Chastain is in this as well. This movie is so good. I it is so well done. The animation is good. I say animation. The CGI for the dragon is is, is well done. The ending is is great. And I and I'm watching it. Almost with a with a family aspect in mind, like could young kids mm-hmm. watch this? There are some thrilling moments, but nobody gets seriously hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some kind of heartbreaking moments, but they, mm-hmm. they're, they're remedied in the end. So it's not like, oh my gosh, you're in peril danger, you're going to die kind of thing. I mean, it is so well done. And the little boy in this is, you know, he lives with Pete's dragon. He lives with the dragon. He's Pete's dragon. Uh, he lives with the dragon. He comes he back Pete. out. He's, he's discovered <laughs> Pete. That's it. Um, Elliot is the dragon. Hold on. Peace trigger. That checks out. And so, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, you know, he's discovered by Jessica Chastain and I forget who else is in this movie. And they kind of, you're protecting Elliot from the hunters and the poachers who want mm-hmm. Elliot, whatever. Jen, you would love this. I think you would cry in this movie. Uh, it's I just, although I like the originals. So, so uh, I, but I, I think it's, it's, it's the same in name only and the concept Elliot, Pete. Then I would probably I think be fine if it's not a, I, but I, I think don't it's so to, like, different. Remakes. 
yeah i think it's so different in nature that you would really like this movie i, I okay. think you would so yeah I, I would say check it out pete's dragon number six so now we're halfway through the list number five uh number five for me um chronicles of narnia interesting okay yeah which i i debated whether or not this was allowed but i was pretty sure it was allowed and i mean they, listen yeah. they did a disney plus yeah. on it so i'm like yep. well i'm allowed to do this one. the first two are allowed the third one is not but no yes. the third one is not but i didn't i wouldn't have put the third one on the list anyway right. honestly even the second one i wouldn't have but um narnia was one that when i was a kid i read the book and loved it and mm. then well specifically because of course it is a a series of books right. i read the books, first i think yeah. books yep the but the original the lion the witch and the wardrobe i loved it as a kid so again when it came on screen i thought the, the cgi was fantastic um i thought they did such a beautiful job with all of the characters with mr tumnus with you know that is one that i would i would watch over and over and i was excited for number two i really enjoyed number two number i like three, chris I like, caspian okay. i liked it i did yeah like prince it. caspian was really good number three i was like i mean okay <laughs> like at first I was like, let's do all seven. And I was like, well, maybe we, maybe we don't. <laughs> but so, I really like this one. Long Witch in the Wardrobe, that's the first book that was published. Um, it's the first book, yes. Is that the first book in terms of story? Yes, it is also the first book in terms of story. It is the first time where you meet the four siblings. So basically, you know, it takes place uh, during World War II. And that's the first mm -hmm. time that we meet the four siblings. Um, they are sent to live with a distant relative, basically, right. because, I mean, the Blitz, London, uh, you know, World War II, bombing, mm -hmm. not good. So they're sent out to more of the countryside. And in the course of the, the movie, they discover this old wardrobe and, you know, in, in a bedroom, they're playing, they're trying to, you know, doing make-believe, just, you know, running around to fill the time. And the littlest one goes into the wardrobe because um, there's fur coats and she's hiding. It's hide and seek game. And she's like, oh, wow, this is a deep wardrobe. And as she keeps going, suddenly she turns up in this other world, basically. Nice. And she meets a fawn, not straight up animal, but like the sort of like mythological fawn, mm -hmm. like half human and half goat. Have some other so. thing. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, but regardless. Um, and then that starts the whole adventure, and somehow they discover that they can go between the worlds. And it is um just the ice queen has taken over Narnia, and basically it's the whole uh the epic adventure of the four children and what happens. So I like how you just described the entire book to me. I've read the book and I've seen the movie, and I love the movie too. Um yeah. I, my really my question was about like oh. I know there's been some some debate on whether you know that uh this one is first or maybe the magician's nephew or the oh, horse's boy was first yeah. it's one of those like which one should you read I first see. no i think you read you know, so. i think i think if you there is one that sort of goes like is a throwback in the right. in the series but i think you have to start with the lion the witch and the wardrobe it yeah, makes I'm gonna, more sense i've, I've only read the lion with the wardrobe i've never read any of the rest of them and i need to go back and like they've actually got them on audio you can read the entire thing oh, yeah, um, I'm sure they 33 do. hours and they're read by yeah. different like lynn redgrave Derek jacoby kenneth brana patrick stewart um yeah. and you can either do mm -hmm. your author's preferred order or your publication Ooh. order, you can decide which ones you want to do. So uh, I'm going to have to go back and, and go through the entire series. Because I think I you'd have, really, yeah, I think you'd I'm really sure like I would. It. Sorry I for explaining the whole thing to you. Oh, no, you're good. You're but fine. for the was, audience, that's what it is. I was just letting you go, which is great. Uh, so that's your number five. Number five for me, I'm just going to say Mary Poppins, but I have a feeling we're going to talk about Mary Poppins in a few. We are. So I'm going to go ahead and chew back over to you at number four. Um, well, so that way we're not 
talking about Mary Poppins yeah. for you know now. My number four was Pirates of the Caribbean, which we already oh. talked about. So well, go. I'm gonna shoot it back over uh to you for your All number right. four because number four. Um, I have a feeling this is not gonna be your number four. Okay. And this is a, again a surprising film that I absolutely love so much. Uh Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Really? It came out 2013, 2012. Was and it this good? is one of those this is one of those movies that that on my movie podcast we have a, a genre of films that are just so fun and surprising and you're like wow did i like that movie <laughs> we call that term that term is a freaking delight and that's what this movie is this movie is a freaking really? delight it just is a delight it's you got the little boy who you know like his whole day starts off wrong mm-hmm. and he just wishes and he wishes out to to, to god or to the universe yeah. or whatever he's like i just wish you know um that basically that everybody else would have a bad day too or something like that and everybody does. Everything falls apart. His dad, his dad loses the job, and the sister's, you know, play goes horribly mm-hmm. wrong, and just everything falls apart. And he thinks it's all his fault. His birthday is that afternoon. Wow. Steve Carell and Jennifer Garner is the parents in this, and they're just so wonderful in this movie. And it's such a good family film. Hmm. Anybody of any age could watch this movie. And I just really enjoy this movie. It's one of those movies that just for whatever reason it doesn't have anything to do with my kid. It just hit me in the right way, and I'm like really like this movie it just it just is it's a good Mm. film and yeah so this is why it's so high on my on my list and for people who've never seen it give this one a chance love the book i mean the book oh i love the book as a kid absolutely Um, but yeah this is a this is a well done story of taking and making an hour and 40 minute movie out of a 17 page book i was gonna say it's like a short little book and it worked so it's really good so number four on my list is alexander and the terrible horrible no good very bad day number three for you Number three for me is the original Parent Trap. Uh huh. I've okay. got to have the original Haley Mills Parent Trap. I know people, whatever, liked the new remake. I'm sure it was great. Yada yada yada. No, give me some Haley Mills. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, of course, she's playing both twins literally, and right. you know the which. I mean, I guess it's older technology now i don't know how groundbreaking it was then but it was just it was really really well done it was fun my sister and i would watch it over and over again um yeah uh, let's get together yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why don't you and i come by <laughs> oh it's it's great it's it's so yeah. it's the, the remake is good too Lindsay lohan Lindsay lohan is one of those she's a she's a tragic tale because mm-hmm. she's such a good actress yeah, and the wheels came spinning off between that Freaky Friday and Herbie Fully Loaded were three great movies in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. her entire acting career just came undone for personal choices, and I won't get yeah. into all that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. just I, I feel I look at Lindsay Lohan and I'm like, what could have been? She was so good at what she was. She doing. was so <laughs> she was anyway. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So number we're number three. You the parent parent trap three for you. Yeah. Number three for me. Um, and this goes back to what we kind of talked about earlier. How, uh you know, Disney acquiring certain products mm-hmm. and then movies that came after. So when they acquired the Muppets in 90, like 91, 92 mm-hmm. um, movies, they made after I, I'm not a huge fan of, of Christmas, uh, Christmas Carol. I'm not a huge fan of Muppets uh, goes to space, whatever, like all those well, Muppets Muppet movies came since they're just okay. Uh, whatever. But when they came back in 2011, Jason Siegel, who is a massive Muppet fan, they mm-hmm. gave him the reins to say, you know what? Make us a, a Disney Muppet movie. And he did. And it oh, is an fabulous. incredible homage, an incredible tribute to the mm-hmm. Muppets themselves, bringing them all back together because they have been scattered to the winds mm-hmm. uh, because all their careers have come, you know, whatever, they all do different things. And you got this character, Walter, yeah. who is his brother, uh, quote unquote brother, you know, who's yeah. this, this new Muppet. 
they're all bringing them all the Muppets back together. And they're so clever and inventive. And again, this is mm-hmm. one of those films that like, like we mentioned with Save Mr. Banks, if you have a cam, if you have a chance to have a cameo in a Muppet movie, you're going to do it. And Absolutely. so all these people are in these yeah. Muppet films, do, Muppet do, yeah. movies, doing all this great stuff. Um, the music is fun. Amy Adams, my beloved mm-hmm. Hollywood, uh, my beloved Hollywood significant other is in this. And just love all of it. Won the Oscar for best song, Man or Muppet, by the way. That was um, a great song. Great. Am I a man or am I a Muppet? Um, am it's just, I a Muppet? <laughs> um, <laughs> love the Muppets. And Muppets, the second one, uh, I forget the name of it. Oh, name of it. Um, the, Muppets the Most one, Wanted. Yeah, Muppets Most Wanted. It was okay. It was all right. Um, it wasn't as good. I have a problem now with the Muppets because Kermit's voice is just tar- awful. It's not right. It's like they're not even close to it. It's um, not close. But this one, 2011, The Muppets, so good. All right, number two. Mm-hmm. All right, my number two, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Bedknobs. I've got oh, to see this movie. I almost watched it this morning in anticipation of this, ep- this episode. You need to watch it again. Another one that it's a fantastical journey. I mean, obviously, Angela Lansbury, so it's it's just fabulous. But my sister and I, again, this is one that we watched as kids a whole lot. And it's just a lot of fun. It's a movie that, I mean, if you haven't seen it, Gosh, I don't even remember exactly when it was late 70s or early 80s when it came out. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly the, you know, the time frame. Right, but right. You know, you basically you're using your the bed knobs, bed knobs and broomsticks. I mean to bed knob helps you to travel, time travel and yeah. with the Portobello Road song, correct? Is that yes? Is that, yes. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew the song. Again, as my Disney store was closing, I went out and made like 15 mm-hmm. mixed CDs of Disney so we could play overhead because the yeah. video screen didn't work anymore. And Portobello was one of the songs we played. Mm-hmm. And so I learned the song, whatever. I've just never seen the movie. And it's on my list of movies to watch like in the immediate future. Just, I mean, I'm so busy not working in tests. I've, I've got to get to it. So we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. But I do want to see it. But also if I'd seen it this morning, I would not have put it on my list because it would have been so recent. I don't It would like have been too that. recent. No, but you so, need to, you should watch it. Just, I, I will watch enjoy it. it. I will watch it one of these days very soon. So uh, that's your number, that was your number two, right? That was my number two. Number two. Okay. So number two for me, um, this is the one that made me fall in love with Amy Adams. And I've seen every movie she's done <laughs> since then. Uh, this is Enchanted 2008. Oh, and is she is movie. the I she is princess, to put that one on. Princess Giselle in Anastasia, Andalusia, which my mom actually lives in Andalusia, Alabama. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. But Andalusia, and uh, she ends up coming into New York, becoming a like real life yeah. person uh, versus a cartoon character. And of course, the prince follows her through and she meets up with Robert, Robert Downey Jr. She mm-hmm. gets uh, there's the villain play, played by Susan Sarandon. And you've got these various cameos, but all the Disney mm-hmm. princesses, Jodie Benson, Paige O'Hare, they're all in there as well. Uh, Susan Egan. Um, and it's just the music is great. So good. Um, you know the the story is fun. The the Disney making fun of itself is always a good time. So when you have yes. the prince, what is it, prince, whatever his name is, uh, landing on the <laughs> on the bike path, and he's starting to sing, and then he gets run over by the bikes. It's such. That's a great. It's so moment. much fun. Or they're in the park, and then how does you know that yeah. you love her? And Robert is like, "Why are you singing? What's going?" And he's like, "He's like, like why is everybody dancing?" He's, per- he's he's the audience because he's perplexed, going, "Why is everybody singing? What's happening right How now?" How do you all know and, the song? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just it's so so much fun. I love Enchanted. Yeah, uh, I do have a list of my 100 favorite films of all time. My one and two are on that list, and Enchanted is on that Ooh, list. Um, okay, love, love Enchanted. So it is a great uh, movie. Number one, I've, by the way, I've already written it down. It's on my list here. My my notes. I don't know if you can see it or not, but it does say Mary Poppins because I'm assuming that's where we're going. That's 100. It. It's Mary Poppins. <laughs> of course. Um, it's not, that nobody's surprised because it is perfect. It is the perfect movie. Mm-hmm. It's 
It's Julie Andrews, who is amazing. It's Dick Van Dyke, who is also amazing. It is a fabulous story. I, to this day, I can pick it up at any point. I probably know all the dialogue and I love where they go into, um, Oh, they pop to the chalk pictures and, you know, they're the <laughs> super califragilistic where they're doing mm-hmm. the animation and everything. I just, oh, the costume, it's a beautiful movie. everything. It's a it beautiful is lovely. Movie. It's so It well is a done. beautiful film. Uh, trivia, uh, Mary Poppins, I believe, was up for the role in My Fair Lady, and they gave mm-hmm. that to Audrey Hepburn. So then Julie Andrews went and won the Oscar for Mary Poppins, an mm-hmm. award that Audrey Hepburn was nominated for, but did not get for she was nominated mm-hmm. for My Fair Lady, which Mary, and Audrey Hepburn did not sing her own songs. Julie Andrews did. So that helps. Exactly. Um, which is what it's, it's funny because in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, Julie Andrews did do My Fair Well, she didn't. She right. just kind <laughs> of did. <laughs> um, such a neat individual. Like everything I've read about Julie Andrews is, is great. I've never read her biography. Yeah. I, it's on my extended list of books, mm-hmm. a, a thousand books to get to. Um, Mary Poppins is, is wonderful. It's a, it's a beautiful movie. The music mm-hmm. is iconic. The Sherman Brothers are just incredible. They're the mm-hmm. masters of the of yeah. this of this craft. Mm-hmm. Um, the dancing is unbelievable, and I think we take for yes. granted sometimes watching these movies. Like like I watch, for example, I watch Singing in the Rain, and the dancing that's done in that love is in just like, what am I watching? This is it's insane. Amazing. Mary Poppins is the same way. Dick Van Dyke mm-hmm. gets on there and starts dancing, and it's like I don't even know what I'm seeing here. This is my mind cannot comprehend. Is, yeah. Like if you if you gave me you know hey Dave I'll give you one million dollars and I give you a year to learn that entire scene I would be out a million dollars at the end of the year because I don't think I could do it I just don't think I could it's just, I mean it's, it's unreal well the fact that they had so. to do it was like it's like the triple threat right you have yeah. to act you have to sing you have to dance you have to be able to do yep. all of those things and they did yep. it all well and there were not real I mean I don't want to say there weren't stunt people but you know like yeah. you you mentioned singing in the rain that's one that I'm always like. Yeah, no, he really did that. Like that wasn't CGI. Like, yeah, Cosmo Kramer ran up the wall and flipped. Yep. Like that was. Not it's like it's like Justin Timberlake. He can sing. He can dance. He can act. It's it's a triple threat. So it's kind of the same thing. They find Dyke, Justin Timberlake, kind of um, the same. No, the same. No, almost no. not quite. Yeah. <laughs> nice only one dated Britney Spears. Only one <laughs> oh, does quasi well. producer. Oh, there's only one that quasi producer Heather hates because of that. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the list. Uh, my number one is the Parent Trap. Uh, I love this movie. Uh, I remember OG? watching this. OG, OG the OG, okay. not the new one. Not the OG. Okay. There's nothing wrong with the new one. The new one's fine. Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis, Lindsay Lohan, they're great. Yeah, no, oh, it's fine. Gosh, it's I'm fine. old and whatever. It's great. Um, the original Parent Trap, I remember seeing this when I was 10, 9, 10 years old, having such a crush on Haley Mills in that movie, even though not really fully comprehending the fact that she's like 40 now when I'm watching the movie. Um, you know, in sh- the movie is so good because you have the two twins there identical strangers um you know and they're separated at birth and and obviously you watch it now and you're like okay i can kind of see through some of this but back but but it's such a magical film and you know uh, i believe it's brian keith is the actor and i don't know the the actress's actress's name who's the the mom in this as well and um but all of it's just fun. It, the music yeah, is great. Let's fun. get together is iconic. And mm-hmm. it's just a movie that I could also like with Mary Poppins. I could probably sit down and just watch and pick it up at any mm-hmm. point and be like, I'm going to watch Parent Trap. This is great. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a movie that, that I haven't introduced Campbell to yet, only because he doesn't sit down and watch many movies. But I will one day soon. This is one that I yeah. want to see because it's just fun. It's fun. So oh, I think are there like any it. that didn't make your list that you have there that you're like, almost made my list? <gasps> quite? Yeah. So I actually have, like, I mean, it was hard for me. So I think I have like six or seven honorable mentions mm-hmm. that like easily could go up there. Um, Swiss Family Robinson. Okay. 
always loved Swiss Family Robinson. Again, going back in the day. Um, Peach Dragon, which we already talked about, definitely was the original right. Peach Dragon. Cool Runnings. Because... I like Cool Runnings. I, I do like, like Cool Runnings. Cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like my sister and I would be like, Sangha, you dead mom. <laughs> <laughs> LOL, is you dead? <laughs> is you dead? Um, the, the Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. Newsies. I love Newsies. I, I did have Newsies in my Newsies. Yes. Um, and Herbie the Love Bug, the original, just because growing up, we fun always times. watched it. It's a fun, fun movie. There was there was a slate in the 90s where they had all those sports movies, Cool Runnings, Angels in the Outdoors. Yes. Um, there was a baseball movie. Was it? I'm not rookie of the year. There's another, I feel like there was another, there was another movie baseball movie. Angels. Yeah. Um, Little Big League or something. I don't know. Um, there was, uh, and then, you know, Miracle, which came out in the early 2000s, which with mm-hmm. Kurt Russell as for the Olympic, that is that's fantastic too. So that whole 10 year period of all these Disney sports movies are great. Uh, I had Cruella on my list. I had Jungle Cruise, although it is fairly recent. I've mm-hmm. only seen it once, so I couldn't put it on there. I did have Narnia on there, Saving Mr. Banks, um, The 101 Dalmatians from Glenn Close. Mm-hmm. And there's a movie that came out in 2010 with Nick Cage that I think has been completely forgotten The Sorcerer's Apprentice. I it's did forget that one movie. I like that, that was movie. a fun movie. You know, I had that a good was time. A fun movie. It's one of those. I was like, this was a good movie. And of course the critics just hated it. I'm like, the critics hate, the hate for this movie. Um, um, there's one good. movie that I want to mention, and I've only seen this movie. I want to say once 1986 in October, it's called the brat patrol. And Sean Astin this one. from Lord of the Rings went on. Okay. Rings and the Goonies. Uh, this is a, this is a Disney movie of the week on ABC or NBC. Mm-hmm. And they presented when they did movies every week. And I remember the Brat Patrol. And the only reason I remember this is John Aston was like one of the, the army brats, one of the kids, you yeah. know, of uh, whatever. And there was some sort of like technology that was, had fallen into the wrong hands. And so they were the kids that had to go back, go and save this. I don't remember a lot about the movie. What I do remember is loving this movie when I was like really? 10 or 11 years old. Oh my Loved gosh. this movie. And now I'm like, I want to find it. And I think it's $3.99 on direct TV or something and you can't find it it's nowhere to be seen it's nowhere to be rented nobody streamed yeah um and i really you might just have to pay the movie. four bucks <laughs> i might have to pay the, but i don't have direct tv so i don't even know how to watch it oh now. but i really kind of want to, want to see the brat patrol and i'm interested if anybody else out there has ever seen or have heard of the brat patrol and i have um, not so yeah, it actually stands yeah. for uh what does it stand for the, the brat whatever i don't even know <laughs> i do know the guy who um, the guy who wrote this this tele the, the script teleplay was named Chris Carter. He actually okay. went on later on and created the X Files. So he was the main writer for a long time oh. of the X Files. Also, the Brat acronym stands for Born, Raised, and Trapped. That was their rallying cry mm-hmm. in yeah. Okay. Again, movie channel Disney movie of the week on ABC. Well before the Disney Disney Channel original movie. So so that is our list. We would love to hear from you guys out there what your list looks like. You can always email us at themsepodcast at gmail.com. You can always find us on all the socials of the MSC Podcast on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Um, mm-hmm. Jen, where can we find you and your trip next week? Um, you can find me at Aponistar Jen or my personal Instagram at Jen underscore Navani. Awesome. Find me at the Magic on a Dollar on Instagram. Find me at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar on Facebook as well. And uh, we would love to hear from you guys, Jen. Um, you're going to Disney World next week. I was just yes. thinking how we've been talking about this trip for a long, long time because you went several months with no trip because you were building a house. Your house is finished. Yeah. House update for the most part. We kind of moved in. We're kind of done. There's a few more things happening. Or- we are. Yeah. No, we're in. We are. Mm-hmm. We are settled for yep. the most part. Um, I mean, there's always things with a new house, like, oh, eventually we want to get one of these. And, and now right. the uh, the floor, actually the office where I work, eventually we, I need some more furniture. I have a desk. 
it functions, mm-hmm. but um, there's not much up here. So right. <laughs> right. we'll get some furniture eventually up here. But um, but yeah, for the most part, in my in our house, we're, we're nice and settled. So. And now the trip that had been months away, it's suddenly it's here next week. It's suddenly and here. Yeah, so excited. Time goes by so quickly because now mm-hmm. next Wednesday, my kid will be a fifth grader because he Aww. will be done with fourth grade. And it's like, what just we just got to fourth grade? What just happened here? What just happened? Growing up, he's getting tolerance. Oh my gosh. It's awful. It's awful. So that's our show, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening, yeah. subscribing, downloading. Go on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave a review. That's how the show is found. Mm-hmm. Definitely let us know if you guys are interested in the Patreon and all the fun stuff. There'll be more information about that coming up. And until then, of course, you can also find us at pondastartravel.com. That's our website for the agency mm-hmm. and all your trips and things like that. So until then, there's Jen. I'm Dave. Hey, don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.